<laughs> I was trying to think of something clever to stop yeah. this one. <laughs> that was between a couple things. Yeah. Um, what, what do you have in mind? You know, guess who's back? But we already did that. We that did was that the M&M one. one. Yeah. And then I was thinking of the Prince of Bel Air. I don't know why. But didn't then, we do the fresh? Didn't we do the Fresh Prince one? Like, oh, I haven't released that episode yet, have I? Right. Man, I need to. I need to <laughs> get on that. <laughs> At this point, you can't even release it. Will Smith kind of messed it up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's too late, man. God damn it. That's what happens when we wait. Yeah. Uh, welcome back, guys. Welcome, to welcome. another episode of... Indian Pale Ale Season 2. Yeah. I don't know what episode this is going to be. But, it's going to uh, be episode 2. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, we have... Uh, how, how you been, by the way? I've been pretty good. Uh, I was a chaperone last night for for everyone so that was always fun apparently a lot of people got wasted last night <laughs> they're like woo galveston yeah there were a lot of woo girls last night yeah yeah um actually i want to point out kapil's shirt is really bomb what does oh. it say oh shout out to the urban indian he made these really cool t-shirts so the one i bought is called bay leaf yeah and it says masala and telugu but he also has it in Marathi, Hindi, Tamil, and I think Malayalam as well. You know, this uh, this circles back to one of our previous podcasts of uh, cultural appropriation. Yes, versus appreciation. <laughs> I, you know, I actually like this because it's an Indian guy making it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I honestly, this is like the most comfortable tea I've ever owned yeah. in my entire life. That's what helps you sleep at night. Yes, know. it does yeah. literally help me sleep at night because it's so comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, today we wanted to talk about something that's we've realized is kind of hard to explain into words. But, yeah, um, which really isn't a great preface to <laughs> how we're going to start this podcast, <laughs> but <laughs> it's going to be a wild one. Buckle up. So I I was actually just on Instagram and I came across this uh story from my friend aya shout out aya um yeah she, shout out aya i've never met you but <laughs> that's awesome she had this uh podcast on her story and i was listening to it a little bit and it was these uh guys talking about how uh just kind of like the dating scene nowadays and how it turns kind of into an interview and it's so repetitive and eventually you have this like script of like who you are and mm-hmm. um the things that you want to convey to the person that's right in front of you on a first date. Yeah. And, um, you know, you start emphasizing certain traits over others and things like that. And so I think we wanted to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it is become an interview. I mean, I don't know. I haven't dated in like five and a half, almost six years on it at this point. So Kanye is interviewing you? Yeah. It's a constant like uh, promotions interview every year. Uh, <laughs> performance review goes on <laughs> once a year. He's like, why are you sponsored? <laughs> why do you have a job? Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm trying to go for that trophy husband uh, title. But, it's a uh, tough way to, yeah, that's a tough job, honestly. It is it, a tough job. You, it, you know, so. you know, honestly, I mean, I've never doubted, like, how tough it was to be a stay-at-home mother. But as someone who's had, I'm, I'm trying to apply for this cycle. And as someone who doesn't have a job and I take care of, like, most of the house and stuff, right? Yeah kudos man i don't have any kids or anything and that that's some tough stuff yeah you don't even do that good of a job <laughs> you suck <laughs> <laughs> so <Anyway>. rude <laughs> back to the topic anyways what we're saying is um i wanted to have this discussion with you kapil because um i i started we were thinking about like 
I was just like, how would we brand ourselves on first dates? And I know how I have in the past. Yeah. And I think I've been guilty of this. And I, whether or not this is a bad thing and I should feel guilty for it is up to you to decide or like this, you know, what we're getting out of this conversation. Yeah. But on first dates, I, I've, I've been on a few first dates at this point and I, uh-huh. I, I have this idea of myself that I portray to other people. I'm this sensitive guy, have a sense of humor, I'm compassionate. I'm in tune with my feminine side sometimes and like mm-hmm. I, I understand girls in that way that other guys don't. And I think I make it a point to to emphasize that on my dates, uh-huh. especially on my first dates. And it made me think like, is that is that something I shouldn't be doing? Is that not being like, am I just kind of taking advantage of the traits I have and just like throwing it at someone so they see this perfect version of me where where I'm not really showing who I am holistically? Yeah. Or am I just being confident in who I am? I I think it's, I think you're confident in who you are. But like you said, I think it's also a script, right? Like you, you go on a, you go on a few dates. I mean, I personally don't know. I've only ever been on, I think like two or three dates total in my entire, in my entire life. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's like, this thing that you you eventually get down to like a T, right? Like you go on the first, it's a, like an interview process for a job. You go on the first interview, you fumble, you, you don't know what to say. And you're like, all right, well, these things worked and these things didn't work. So I'm going to take the things that worked and hone on, hone in on them for the next date. And then you just get better at like essentially marketing who you are as a person, right? It's an advertisement. It, it feels it feels a little wrong. It's, it, I don't know. It feels wrong. I mean, I think what would be wrong is manipulating a girl or manipulating a guy, whoever is listening to this, into this idea of you if that's not who you authentically are. Yeah. Like if you're not authentically a sensitive, emotional guy yeah. and that's who you market yourself as to like get quote unquote some action that's pretty messed up like that's terrible but if if you genuinely are the sensitive emotional man that you say you are i don't think it's wrong per se but i think everyone who goes on dates needs to have like take everything with a grain of salt because everyone's on their best behavior on the first few dates and i would arguably say like everyone is on their best behavior in general for for the first few months right if you're dating anyone no that's true but i i think there's like I don't know. I feel like there's some more nuance to that because I I think of myself as a sensitive, compassionate guy, but uh-huh. I'm not always like that. I mean, there's times where I'm probably not as compassionate as I should be, not as sensitive as, sh- as I should be, but yet this is like what I'm pushing into like the people that, you know, and this doesn't just um, go for first dates. I think you can probably relate more to this with like new friendships and like people yeah. that like you you want to kind of impress in a way to be your friend, right? You have yeah. this brand of yourself, this idea of yourself, and you're you're trying to like impress that upon someone so they like you. Yeah, you know? I think, I, I and also like everyone listening, take this with a grain of salt. I think I've become more comfortable in who I am. Like I'm not, a, I'm not a static person, right? I don't think anyone's static. I think we're all dynamic. I think we have our ups and downs. We have like, these twists and turns in our personality no one's ever like a straight emotional guy no one's ever just a non-empathetic person right and i think 
I think I become more comfortable in who I am as a person to be just how I am in a day-to-day setting as I would be with Sukanya. And I think that makes it easier for me to make friendships right now as opposed to when I was like earlier on in college or high school. Like you have to make this person... Like you almost have like a persona. Like you're acting in a way kind of... Like trying to fit in or like what do you mean? Yeah, trying to fit in to make friendships or even like impress a girl. Like you have this sort of persona um, that you put on and then like... You go home, no one's walking, and then you take the mask off. And yeah. Like, oh, thank God. It was so <laughs> exhausting, right? And I think that's where the problem lies, right? Right. You take that mask off at home, and then eventually if you're dating someone, you, you can't keep the mask on 24-7. It has to come off eventually. And that's when the problems happen. That's when the, that's when the problems happen. That's that's the good part because that's when you actually start talking yeah, about that's who, start And that's, talking who you, about. that's when you're really who you you are. Yeah, you show, you're showing your authentic self. No one's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's sad to think that like we we put on a mask and I, I I don't think I do but you know what I probably do subliminally like have a certain mask on when I'm out in public and and um trying to impress people when I don't yeah. I don't even think I'm like I'm I'm the guy who's like I'm out there like I don't like sucking up to people I don't like the politics game yeah. but I think in some sense humans in general like we have, we have to and we have this innate need to to be liked and so. Uh-huh. You know, coming from someone who's honestly been a people pleaser for a while, like, you know, it's something I've, um, you know, worked on and things. I feel like I've probably subliminally, like, been that guy, you know? But I think um, think a lot of us have. Yeah, yeah. I know I was a people pleaser for a long time. And and luckily, I have a really close friend of mine, Kusha Abdullahi. Shout out to Kusha Abdullahi, who always gives me like a little check. He's always like, (laughs) there's no need to people, please. Yeah. And, you know, there's no need to suck up to people. Obviously, there are going to be situations where you have to do it. But he said, the more you people, please, the more unhappy you are as a person. Yeah. And I think that ties back into dating, right? Like the dating scene, the interview. Do you feel like you're people pleasing whenever you go on a first date now? I do. I think I did a lot more at the beginning, like at least um, obvious. Like to me, it felt very obvious that I was people pleasing. But nowadays, like I think I get the best connections and the most real ones when I'm more myself, Mm -hmm. at least consciously. But, you know, there's some things that I'm sure I'm over broadcasting, like the sensitive side of me, this compassionate side of me. And Mm -hmm. that's not always me. But at the same time, it's like, you hate the player or do you hate the game? Because yeah. nowadays, this is what dating is, right? Like, everyone has a dating app. Um, they have the best parts of them out there. And the only way to kind of, like, get someone's attention and and to continue, like, seeing someone is by only showing the best parts of you at the beginning. You think that's right? been a disadvantage of dating apps and social media? Absolutely. And it's something that, like, even I fear when I go on a date with someone. Because I know they're putting a mask on themselves. Yeah. I know that they're showing the best parts of themselves. And I'm not really going to get to know who they really are until I really invest time. And that's hard for me to do right now yeah, in my life, right? So I have to know, like, I'm into this. And then I want to invest the time and, like, mm-hmm. see what this person is as a whole. Because yeah. they're definitely not showing me the whole right now. Yeah. Because I'm not either. It's, yeah. And, it, and it's kind of, I don't know, maybe it's just kind of weird. Um, but when I first started, when I was on Tinder like years ago, 
I remember I used to ask my friends, like, oh, I don't get any matches. And they'll be like, oh, you're not putting enough in your bio and, like, all these certain pictures that emphasize, like, you know, these best traits. And I was like, why, why would I do that? <laughs> I mean, maybe that's probably why I never never got many matches or gone on any dates except <laughs> for Sukanyan. I am not like... <laughs> <laughs> You know that Just Rain video? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's probably why I didn't get many matches. Uh, and maybe that was played to my advantage because I barely had a bio. Yeah. I think my bio was, I like dancing. <laughs> Sukanyan's like, I fourth, like dancing too. Four, fourth year medical student. <laughs> and that's about it. I don't know if it's if it's it's it feels like Black Mirror, man. It feels like it's like disso- you're like I dissociated quite a bit during that time. I was like, this is like such a weird concept if you actually think about it. Yeah, uh, it's like mass like manufacturing. Yeah, yeah. You know what the craziest app was? Um, the craziest app that I was on was Dill Mill, right? Because when I was on Dill Mill, and I opened that app, it would ask me for my name my height, my freaking, my freaking cast, what language I spoke, what my profession was. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm pretty sure that Indian auntie made that app, dude. 100%. Yeah. It, it just, it feels Dude, so- you know what they do now? What? They actually have a rating for like it, what, uh, what your percentile is on the app. If you're in the top 10%, you see it and everyone sees it. If you're in the top 50%, everyone sees that too. Isn't that crazy? That's weird, man. That's some serious external validation that everyone sees. It's insane. That's really bad for self for self esteem, don't you think so? It's the game now, dude. It it's is the, the game. game. It's I'm modern so glad dating. I'm not on the game anymore. I hate you. God. So, much. <laughs> so happy, dude. Everyone, but, I, I used to be like, I'm gonna have a hot boy summer, and then I, I met Sakanya, and then that was that. And I was like, man, I didn't really get to experience dates. And then now I'm seeing everyone else like going on dates. I'm like, thank God, because this is stressful to watch everyone do these dates and like, like you said, create your brand and like, what is like, you know, our brand in general. Like, what would your brand be, this sentimental, emotional guy? Yeah, I think so. Creating a brand is not wrong for yourself. Yeah. I think I think it's an easy way to market yourself because that's how you have to, you know, make yourself known in a public space or, like, with someone that you're trying to court. I, I feel like this, is, this really is that Black Mirror episode of that social media because yeah. everyone has to have a brand now to be relevant. Exactly. And you have to be relevant to meet people and get on dates and and things like that right Forget even dates to even get like opportunities and jobs yeah 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 yeah. or like to seek an opportunity in like a an acting gig or whatever it is you have to have some sort of brand no wonder everyone wants to be a social media influencer and yeah and start their own podcast yeah (laughs) (laughs) not us trying not what we're doing (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh, follow us at indian pale l um but yeah, I mean, I don't think it's wrong. I think when you use it for an ulterior motive, I think mm-hmm. that's when it becomes a, 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 an ethical issue, right? Yeah, I guess if you think about it, who doesn't do that, right? Everyone has a brand. Yeah, everyone has a brand. But it, like, I think the intention is what matters the most. And only you can know that, right? Yeah. Do you feel like you ever changed your brand a little? Like quote-unquote your brand yeah. while dating just to see what kind of different interactions you would get that sounds like some multiple personality <laughs> disorder <laughs> but uh you weren't talking to jessica that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was rebecca that was rebecca. she gets ratchet <laughs> no um i actually we were we were just talking about this while we were playing super smash Bros. <laughs> um this 
I've I've always had this brand that like other I think other people have assigned to me and I've I've grown to like and maybe emphasize that I'm this nice, super kind person and people used to be like, Oh, Nishan, he's the nicest person I know and that changed, um, like in med school. I think like I started uh opening up getting out of my shell being less shy and not letting people step over me as much uh-huh. and um i kind of my sense of humor kind of came out with that because i was able to talk to people more and people don't really think of me as a nice guy anymore like not a le- uh-huh. that's like not the first thing that comes in their mind now it's like oh he's a funny guy i think i think so like that's what i think people portray me as yeah and i, I and i love that too like i eat it up and i emphasize that probably too much but like it's definitely different and it's shifted and I see how people look at me differently now. Yeah. Maybe maybe you just think that about yourself more now rather than everyone else saying that about you, right? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, but like, you know, whenever people come up to me and they're like, oh, um, I know, uh, like, I know your friend, this and that. We've talked, like, they said you're a really funny guy or something. Oh, okay. That's usually how, like, when I meet new people and they've, they know mutual friends, that's how they kind of, like, talk about me. Oh, okay. As opposed to like, oh, he, I've heard you're a really nice dude. Like, no one does that. But like, yeah. you know, like you hear through the great. Like, how do you respond to that? I heard you're really nice, dude. Yeah, I am freaking nice. <laughs> I am, bitch. He's <laughs> like super mean. Do <laughs> you feel like that? You, you feel like your brand has changed? Like, dude, not honestly, the, maybe not I think the I brand. Caring. I, I don't even know what my brand is, honestly, at this point. I think, I think after, I think that comes with being in a relationship too, right? I think that like, I think being in a relationship has helped me build a sort of confidence in myself that I don't have to really like, obviously I want to impress the Kanye every now and then like take her out on dates, you know, cook for her, do all those things. But I think I've become so comfortable in myself and who I am around her that I don't think there's a brand for me. I think I just, I am who I am and whoever wants to brand me a certain way will brand me a certain way. She, the reason, I think the reason you feel that way is because she's, impressed by all of you and you know that now right yeah she 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 loves you for all of who you are as opposed to like the brand that you have to emphasize and put out there i think so you can be yourself all the time yeah and i think that was why a relationship worked out so well because i mean in in general like i like to be my authentic self but i think with her when i did my when i went on my first date i was who i am right now is exactly who I was on that first date. And I think that's what really helped a lot. There, I wasn't, there was no brand, there was no, oh, I'm this kind of guy, or I'm that kind of guy. This is who I am, this is what I do. I, I just, you know. Just, so you weren't even like, you were like, I don't care if she's impressed or not, I'm just gonna be myself. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like, I'm not gonna be trying to impress Sukanya like, to the day, like, that's I'm, tiring. That's tiring, it's exhausting. Obviously, you're gonna want to like be your best self, but no one can be their best self twenty four seven. No one's gonna be in their best behavior twenty four seven. All right, so next time my first date, I'm just gonna be at my worst behavior. <laughs> yeah, if you can't accept me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Show up. That's some like... toxic behavior. <laughs> just ungroomed. Have to take a shower in three yeah. days. Have like Cheeto crumbs like in your beard. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I don't think I have a brand. I would say that everyone has seen a certain piece of me, but they've never seen like a the most wholesome part because I think only Sukanya, your partner, can see the most wholesome version of you. But do you think like do you think like the people around you have a certain consensus as to the kind of person you are? Yeah, 
I think everyone can have a kind of consensus of the person who who I am or like who anyone is. But I think the person who truly knows you the most, like holistically, would be a partner or even like your closest best friend. I think that I think those two people would know the most. I I think the difference, I guess we're trying to or I I think like I'm noticing is that both of our friends, our groups of friends have a consensus of who we are. But the difference is you like it's very easy for me to like you know they'll brand me and then i will try to emphasize that brand back to them because that's who they think i am and that's in turn who i should be to them yeah yeah whereas you're like i don't care anymore yeah you know i really like, don't care anymore. they <laughs> i can i can be someone else tomorrow yeah and because I think they can deal with it i think i think as humans i think this is like a more philosophical concept i think as humans we're always evolving right I think I'm just always growing as a person and evolving. So branding myself and then rebranding and then rebranding, that's that's also just as exhausting. I, agree. I think I would rather just explore multiple aspects of my life and then let everyone come to a general consensus of who they think I am. I think that's something I've I've kind of realized in the past couple of years too, because um, ever since I, you know, did a couple sets of like stand up back in med school, uh-huh. everyone has known me as the funny guy and like the, the stand up comedian guy. And whenever they meet me, they expect me to be funny. And sometimes I don't feel like being funny. I just feel like, yeah. you know, sitting in a corner and grabbing a drink or like just talking yeah. to someone genuinely. And yeah. like, if, if I don't give that to them initially, I would feel pressured to like live up to that comedy sense of humor kind of uh-huh. guy. But nowadays I'm like, you know what? Like you can take take me as I am. Like Yeah. Take me as I am. <laughs> <laughs> that Justin Bieber song. <laughs> good song. <laughs> it's a good song. I like this song a lot. Yeah, and, and you know, isn't that less exhausting? Doesn't it feel yes. so much more relieving and like just stress free as a as a It's freedom. It's it like is freedom. It, it's really a sense of freedom. And I and I I was just telling Capel like this is what old people feel like. Like Yeah, I'm old. They don't care anymore. Like medicare people like <laughs> they can be racist and just live yeah and yeah. be fine yeah, i mean uh, ho- albeit hopefully they're not being like harmful to anyone of course like that's what, that's what you like i'm not <laughs> hey guys i'm not condoning racism <laughs> here i'm just saying that's why old people act the way they do because they just don't care anymore and it's so free and they're free because of that also that's that's why i'm kind of jealous of my of my sister um even though she's like autistic and you know she she has uh hard social cues or has like you know trouble living in certain aspects she also just doesn't care that's dope she asks for what she wants she does what she wants and that's it isn't that a great way to live that's you know what starting today (laughs) burning this house to the ground i'm gonna ask my parents for another one do what i want i do what i want i don't need your permission dad i'm a grown man (laughs) all right um i think that was a great combo i think that's a good wrap-up yeah it's pretty good wrap um any final thoughts um i would say maybe uh maybe i'll leave you guys with this i think you guys should think less about branding yourself in general as people i think that puts you in a box and you're and i feel like once you put yourself in a box you don't think you're capable of things outside of that box you're capable of growing and i think that you know don't don't put a label on yourself necessarily i think it's important to just remember and understand that you're always going to change and grow and that not everything is black and white and there's always going to be a lot of gray area so just keep an open mind and like live your life
to the best that it can be. That's that's so well said, and I and I completely agree with that. Yeah. Don't don't just be one person, like. Yeah, have multiple personalities. <laughs> be Jessica and Rebecca. Yeah, be Jessica and Rebecca, right, and whoever else you want to be, you know. <laughs> and Ramesh. I'm Kapil today. I'm Raj tomorrow. Like, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. And you know, like I like we always say at the end of every episode. Um, you know, we care about you and we're, we're very much mental health advocates over here. And so if you're having feelings of depression, um, definitely seek professional help in a psychiatrist, psychologist, or a therapist. Uh, we love you. Take care of yourselves. And with that being said, have the best morning, afternoon, or evening. Bye, Rebecca. Bye from Raj and Kapil. <laughs> <laughs>